I was telling somebody a possum fact yesterday that uh, my brothers captured a possum, and uh, one kid in the neighborhood said the only thing he knew about possums was that his older brother had told him that you could shoot him in the head with a twenty-two rifle, and the possum would still run for about four or five hundred yards. Wow! You could put the gun right to his head, put the bullet in his head, and he would run. So we did this. We Is went it true. Yes, it, it totally happened. We lost him. He ran away from us before he got away from us, and so with but, a bullet in his head, just you, going. You he, shot a possum. Yeah, in I the didn't head? do it. My my middle my but middle brother Mike had, did when he was. 15. Somebody took the challenge. Yes, we took the challenge. There's like nine of us in the neighborhood. We shot the possum in the head, and then as it ran towards the woods to get away from us, we all, eight or nine of us, ran right along behind it. Right. You know, the possum. Right along behind it. We wanted to see how far it's going to go. That's just hillbilly idiot fun. There's nothing to do in the neighborhood. Wow. I believe the possum thing, though, because. What's going on? Didn't you have a sister? No. Come on. And my mom was at work. We were unsupervised. My older brother, who was like 17, he was in charge of us, so I was like five. Yeah. yeah, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. So you can do whatever 12. the hell you want. But yeah. I, b- I believe the possum thing because when I was living out on Long Island, I, r- I rode over a possum and it was one of those, you know. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, that thing is so dead. And I looked through my uh, rearview mirror and sure enough, that thing kept walking oh, yeah. to the side like of the nothing. road. I'm like, I just huh. ran that thing over and yeah. it's not, it's, it's still alive. Oh yeah, they're just. We need more. I guess you know we need some. There's Russian what the hell possums. Is that about? We need to get them in the military. Armadillos. They used to call them Russian possums. Yeah, the, from. yeah. <laughs> they're armored <laughs> they're ready they're ready for war dude the, the uh the, the a lady allegedly had breastfed one by us <laughs> this black lady really yeah that you was think, the rumor on her well, you think it would be a white woman when i first heard the rumor i was like yeah naturally she's a white lady she breastfed an armadillo right. she breastfed an armadillo that had been sick Oh, good for it's her. Pretty beautiful, really. It's almost like a little grapes of wrath for our neighborhood. That that is a wonderful story. You need a good story from your uh, upbringing because most of them are horrific, man. By now, you know I'm a big fan of microdosing. We're talking just a touch of THC. To learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com. Use the code O P O P I E to get free shipping and thirty percent off your first order. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream from the ocean. Just waking up. First cup of coffee. Cheers. Cheers to you and yours. Man, I got a long sleeve uh, shirt on today. It's it's a little uh, a little chilly. We just had some um, thunder and lightning roll through about an hour ago, and now it's kind of breezy. Got a nice breeze coming off the ocean. It's like uh, like a natural AC. But uh, a little little colder than usual, especially for August out here. Oh, God, I'm all shiny from suntan lotion. I got uh, ocean hair. I, I'm a little on the red side, and I got uh, a shiny face because I was tired yesterday, and I just I went to bed with, uh, with ocean hair, and my suntan lotion still on my face. So bear with me. I got a, another friend down the beach. He's a spine doctor. I've talked about him over the years. How, how we became friends is really kind of interesting, actually. I, uh, I was walking the beach with my young son at the time. This was about when I first, first started living out east. He was the only other person on the beach, and he actually recognized me. He was a fan. 
And then it was cool to find out that he's a he's a top spine doctor in Manhattan. And with my bad back, I've gotten a lot of uh, you know knowledge and advice from the guy over the years. Got past the fan stuff. We barely talk about the radio show. Now we just talk about our kids and our family and this and that. And Anyway, he's my friend that um, he literally is built like a statue. Not an ounce of fat on him. Um, type of guy, when he walks the beach, I quickly try to f- grab my shirt and put it on. Because <laughs> I know I'm going to get up and talk to the guy. He's that type of guy. And when he walks, all the women, and I mean all the women, you can feel their eyes. They just focus on this guy as he's walking down the beach. And then he always stops. I'm, I'm out there a lot fishing or whatever. He always stops to catch up uh, with me, and we have a little small talk for about five, ten minutes. And then he's on his way, and, and that's pretty much it. Um, but he operates on backs. And he's another guy that basically said the, the surgery has come a long way. But... He said, if you could avoid it, if you could avoid it, do not get the surgery. And what he does, he, uh, he competes in triathlons. So uh, what he does, he swims from his house, about 10 or 12 houses that way, in the ocean. He comes across like this, goes about another 10 or 12 houses that way. It's a good swim. And he's in there on days where the waves are absolutely insane. He doesn't just do it on the calm days. So uh, how it goes, he swims by me as I'm fishing. He uh, finishes about 12 houses down there. And then a lot of times he jogs back to his house or walks it. And that's when all the women stop what they're doing and watch the guy. He's, he's, he's built like that. He's a rarity. He puts all of us to shame. I think I'm a good-looking guy, and I think I keep myself in decent shape. But when he comes around, I feel like I'm a two. So uh, he's swimming by me uh, two days ago, I guess, Saturday. I'm fishing, catching nothing out here. And um, all of a sudden, he's, he's right around my fishing pole. And all of a sudden, he goes from swimming mode to kind of pops up and goes like this with his hands. He waves him in the air a little bit. And I'm like, that was uh, very unusual. But I, I thought nothing of it. Maybe he had a cramp or something, and he's a professional. I'm not too worried about the guy, and certainly uh, I'm not going to jump in and save him. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to yell for someone else to save him because I, I don't think I can pull this guy out of the water, even if I needed to. So, uh, so then he finishes his swim. He comes walking back, and he does his traditional stop in uh, to see me to catch up a little bit. Actually, I haven't seen him in a couple weeks. And uh, he goes, did you see that? I go, yeah, what was that about? You know, you waving your hands like this. I swear to you. He goes, I saw not one, not two, three sharks while he was swimming right in front of my house. I'm like, I almost uh, use his name. I don't like to use the names of these guys because they're very, very private. They, they don't want to be part of this nonsense. I go, at, at first I was going to question him. I go, Really? But then I, I quickly didn't because he's been doing that swim for so many years. He's a professional. He knows the ocean. He understands the ocean. He sees shit all the time. So I did not question him. I go, wow, really? He goes, yeah, three sharks. I go, how close? He goes, And he points to my pole, which is like five feet away. I'm like, get out of here. And he goes, thank God they were not interested in me whatsoever. But, man, I don't know what's going on with these sharks and uh, Long Island this summer. Everybody's talking about it. 
you see a shark here and there off the shore, but this year the the sharks uh, sightings have been pretty fucking nuts. Sharks are probably pretty hungry right, right now if they're getting that close. Statistically, though, they're not a real threat to people. Mass shootings are st- st- statistically a bigger problem. I've said that on the live stream. You should worry way more about mass shootings than sharks, that's for sure. But um, Chris, a.k.a. Fish Guy Photos, you know, he told us on the live stream, last year, I think, in the whole world, there were only 73 shark attacks. And we've had, like, at least three people get bit by sharks this summer on Long Island. That, so, I, so everyone's trying to figure out what the hell is going on. I knew it had to be something uh, pretty significant because he does not get freaked out. I go, will you go back swimming? And he goes, hell yeah, I'll be in there tomorrow. I'm like, you are nuts. Because he's also swimming in that zone that is the scary <laughs> the scary zone. <laughs> when we go on the ocean, if I can't feel the bottom, uh, you know, the sand with my, with my tootsies, I move in. But this guy, was he's way over his head. Uh, when he's swimming, and he'll he'll be back out there. I didn't see him yesterday, but I'm sure he'll be back out there today, swimming by my house. Even though he just saw three sharks right next to him, about five six feet away from him. Besides that, um, it's just beach problems. Woke up at Saturday morning and made sure I was in the Dick's parking lot, Dick's Sporting Goods parking lot. The minute they opened to return something that I wanted to throw in the ocean so bad. Like I said, this is like beach bum problems. But, um, you know, my son plays this game at um, at school. It's like a form of volleyball. And, you know, we needed a net. He wanted to, he wanted to play because we got some more visitors coming. He's, I'll tell you, he's got a bunch of his cousins coming um, in the next few days. So I'm like, all right, let's go to Dick's Sporting Goods. I like the dicks. <laughs> I like the dicks sporting goods. I, I should have just paused right there. And uh, so we go in and we're, we're looking for a net. And I specifically said, I go, look, my kid wants to play this volleyball game. We need a net. I don't need a professional volleyball net. But I also don't want one of these dumb kid nets that, you know, we've all seen them. You set them up in the yard and the volleyball hits the net and the whole thing falls down. Because no problem, I think I got the perfect thing for you. I go, I just need a net. As a matter of fact, I'll, I will buy a volleyball too, because we're going to need the volleyball. So I, I buy this thing that he told me to buy, and a volleyball, and we we uh, we come home. We're all excited. We proceed to try to uh, to set this thing up. First of all, I didn't even see it on the box, but it was a badminton volleyball set. I don't play badminton. For the simple fact, I think you look silly chasing it like, oh, screw that. So it was a full badminton set. It had a, a, a deflated volleyball in it, which is key to the story because I told the guy we need a volleyball. Wouldn't he have said, well, this thing comes with a volleyball? Then it had a pump. Um, and me and my, my young son uh, proceed to try to set this up on the beach. First of all, the, the poles are... Uh, about six feet. But to make them sturdy in the sand, we would probably have to bury them at least two feet. And they were flimsy as all hell. So we got one of the poles kind of up. Then you have to set up guide uh, guidelines. And then they give you plastic spikes. I'm not kidding. We're this, this long to push into the sand to, to keep the net sturdy, right? We're trying to set this thing up. The net is like going like this. And it's a, a light breeze. 
we kind of have one pole in the sand. All of a sudden, the pole falls down, hits my son in the head. He goes, I'm done. He marches off the beach. This was supposed to be a nice thing between father and son, you know? Set it up all nice and then play his uh, his uh, modified volleyball game. And then I'm like, fuck this. I'm, I said, get back here. Let's try to figure this out. And I'm trying to, like, keep it together. Then the pole falls down again. And I'm like, maybe we can use the little plastic spikes. They were like three, four inches. I'm like hammering it into the sand. And all of a sudden, they're just pulling out of the sand. The ropes go uh, blowing down the beach. The pole falls again. And I'm like, what? I I told the guy I need something in between a a kid's thing, a kid's toy, and a real volleyball net. Well, next thing I know, I'm like, screw this. I, uh, I gather all the pieces. And then my son's like, where are you going? I go, I'm throwing it in the ocean. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, I'm throwing this whole thing in the ocean. And then, you know, I'm not, I, I got to be honest. Me, five, six years ago, I absolutely would have kept marching to the ocean and thrown the whole damn thing in the ocean. And man, I would have been satisfied. It would have uh, it would have scratched an itch deep in my soul as I watched the whole thing just sink in the ocean. But as I'm marching to throw it in, I'm kind of a, a different guy these uh, these days. And then you know, I I, I went okay, you know. You, you're not that guy anymore, I guess. So I, I marched back to the house and we packed it up all nice. And then I, I placed it at the front door. And I couldn't wait for the next day at 9 a.m. Because I was mad because I told the guy exactly what I wanted. And he ended up giving me the flimsy kids thing. Excuse me. So then I'm in the parking lot of Dick's Sporting Goods. I got to wait. I see the guy's. The, the automatic doors are open like this much, and I peek in because it's like 8.50. I'm like, maybe maybe I could get this done early and get back to the house and enjoy my weekend. And know what I see? The employees, they're waiting for 9 o'clock exactly, and they took some of the beach chairs that they, uh, that they sell, and they're just sitting waiting for 9 o'clock. I thought that was kind of cool, actually. So then the, uh, the door opens, and I'm about to give them a piece of my mind. Oh, before I went into the store, a guy walked by with an arm that was like this. Imagine an arm where, uh, where, where your bicep, right here, that's where his hand was. Wait, can I do this? And I was looking at him in amazement. And then I realized that um, times have changed because we grew up with the sideshow and the freak show. So uh, it was very normal for us when we were growing up to kind of stare at that stuff, to be completely honest with you. But then I realized now that it's 2022, I had to take my peaks. I had to take some peaks because I didn't want the other people that were waiting in the parking lot to look at me like I'm a monster because I'm looking at this guy because his hand is pretty much hanging almost off his shoulder. And I realized you can't you can't look anymore. You got you got either uh, make believe you're not looking or not look at all. Learn that uh, over the weekend. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> but doors open. I march to the counter. I need to return this. And I got the box, right? And I'm ready. I was practice, practicing my spiel on the way to Dick's Sporting Goods. 
And the guy goes, yeah, no problem. And I was kind of mad that it was so easy. You ever get mad when something is so easy? I wanted to, I wanted it to be some kind of thing. But as soon as I started my spiel, which I'm like, okay, you got to start with you want to return this. And then you go into why. And I wanted to talk about the pole falling and hitting my son in the head and him saying, I'm done with this. And he marches away. I wanted to tell him all, everything. But as soon as I said, I want to return this, they're like, no problem. I go, but I don't have a receipt. So I'm still hoping that it might be a thing that I got to work through. He's like, yeah, no problem. You got the credit card? You got it on? I'm like, yeah. He goes, all right. He goes, just click that thing. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you're all set? And he gave me the receipt to prove that he uh, returned this thing. And I I walk out of the store $100 uh, richer, but also like unsatisfied that I couldn't go through the whole spiel. Second coffee down already. Saw a lady once with an eye disease. I thought it was a contact lens and told her your eyes were freaking me out. She said, it's a birth defect. I crawled away. There you go. You can't stare at that shit. You can't... uh, I I don't want to make fun of that. I never wanted to make fun of that stuff. But I was uh, very fascinated by by the sideshow for sure. And then um, the PC police got involved. They shut down the sideshows. And a lot of the sideshow performers said, This is the only way we can make our living. So why don't you mind your own business? So now when you go to like Coney Island or something, the sideshows are all fake and stupid. And all the sideshow performers, now they're just pretty much living in squalor because they can't uh, make a living because you had to be a goody two-shoes and think that you knew better for these people. Most of them said we were fine. You know, it it gave us a purpose in life and we had a paycheck and we had money coming in and we socialized. And we also educated people on what was going on with us. Oh, God, the whole cancel culture crap. Sometimes you don't, you got to shut your mouth because you don't know what you're talking about. I worked retail a while ago. I couldn't care less about why someone was returning something. I hated the company and felt I was on the returner's side. I'm sure that guy feels the same. Guy was cool. I did say, you know, thank you for making it very easy. But as soon as I left, I kind of was like, mm. <laughs> I want it. I wanted to tell him my spiel. <laughs> oh, well. What, what are you going to do? Yeah, I had a pickled punk footer. And I returned it to its owner because it, it started to really, really freak me out. I don't even want Just look up pickled punk on, on the Google. But I did have one of those. They were a staple of the, uh, the sideshow. Mine came with a very old uh, chain and lock. Uh, mine was pretty much an antique, but I just, uh, I knew, I, I, I knew I just couldn't keep it. It was, it was, it was too, it was too creepy. All right. This is obviously a perfect place to talk about microdose.com. Use the code OPIE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. You know what microdosing is, right? It's just a touch of THC and a lot of CBD. The CBD chills you out, allows you to enjoy the moment, it helps with sleep, it helps with pain, it helps with anxiety, also uh, workout and recovery, and then you get a little touch of the THC, and I gotta tell you, that helps to give me a creative boost. By the way, I took one just before I turned on the live stream today. Oh yeah, 
One toke over the line, sweet Jesus. One toke over the line. For real, if you search around a bit on the internet, you're going to find all sorts of people microdosing to feel healthier and perform better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. It also helps me with sleep at night. I want to stress that. I like that because I'm a terrible sleeper. To learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online, or you could do this. Go to microdose.com, use the code OPI, O-P-I-E, to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Once again, microdose.com, use the code OPI, O-P-I-E, to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. And we got links that can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com. Use the code OPI, O-P-I-E, to get that 30% off your first order. Oh, and the free shipping. One took over the line, sweet Jesus. Oh, I think I'm taking my uh, my young daughter clamming today. Going to use our big toes, going old school. Where you shove that big toe into the sand until you feel like uh, a stone. And that stone would be a clam. So I think we're doing that. And also, I think I got to go back to Dick's uh, Sporting Goods because my... My daughter, who's going to be 10 in a, wow, in about a month, month and a half. Um, wow, she's going to be 10. That's crazy to think out loud. She's really getting into fishing. So I got to get her, um, I got to, oh, I got to get her a fishing rod. Okay, I got one more thing. One more thing. Eagle Claw, shut down your business. Shut down your business. So my daughter started getting into fishing. I got giant surf rods. They're like, um, they're like, uh, I don't know, eight to ten feet. They're giant. You need a giant long rod when you're doing surf casting. And I also want to thank Voodoo Rods uh, for sending me a beautiful, I mean, a beautiful, beautiful, excuse me, custom um, uh, surfing rod. It's it's gorgeous. But anyway, she's getting into fishing. So I, I, I searched the house, and uh, I saw that I had a couple eagle claws around. Eagle claw makes the shittiest kid rod ever. This rod, I wouldn't call myself a professional, but I've been back fishing for at least eight years. I know what the hell I'm doing, okay? I barely snap a line because I don't pull the bail before I, I cast. I'm pretty good, Okay. This eagle claw fishing rod, it, it's supposed to be like a beginner rod for kids. It's, it's the rod that has the invisible fishing line. So if you do have a problem, you can't even find where the, the line is. You know, it hooks around everything. It wraps around everything. The other day, this thing was all tangled again. You can't cast it more than two times before you have to work out tangles. And I'm like, where the hell is the fishing line? And next thing you know, I feel it. It's around my big toe because it's all over the floor. And the problem with the Eagle Claw, and maybe there's other brands like this, but I'm, I'm pointing them out because I have two of them in the house. Well, I don't have them in the house anymore. They're in the garbage. And today's garbage day. And guess what? Uh, that's another reason why I want to turn off the live stream because I want to look out my window as the garbage man is dumping my garbage in the back of his truck and I can see those eagle claws falling out of my garbage can into the into the garbage truck and boy will I be happy so these are the type of rods that they have the invisible fishing line and it's plastic I guess so 
what what the line wants to do constantly is this: just spin like this. Meaning, you know, if you just took out a bunch of line out of this fishing rod, it's going to want to spin like this and tangle around anything it can. I don't know why they sell these things still. It drives me insane. So, you know, my daughter getting into fishing, I pulled out the eagle claws and we were fooling around with it. I, I, I don't think we had two casts in a row without a major tangle and I'm cutting it and starting over. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You think you would think after all these years the Eagle Claw Company would figure out a better way for their their you know, they're relatively cheap, but more importantly, kid rods. It's gotta be kid friendly because they don't know what the hell they're doing. So I got to get her a, like a, a real uh, a real fishing rod today because, you know, you know the deal if you have kids. You know, if they find an interest in something, it's your job to get on that immediately and, and uh, make sure they got got all the stuff they need for their interest. Hey, oh, why did you vote for... I, I, I didn't vote for... I, I, I've never voted for president, sir. <laughs> I've never voted for... Uh, I remember when, like, uh, having some fame or being in the public eye was kind of cool. Now it's not. So then it's like, I like, I like, uh, I like the attention, or I wouldn't be doing this. I like being creative, or I wouldn't be doing this. But the other side of it, it's like, it's terrible. We live in a world where people could just make up shit, and then some. A lot of times, most of us feel like we have to defend the made-up shit. I have said no less than you guys know because you've had to hear it. The, the regulars that are actually here for me and not just to hate. Uh, I lean uh, I lean more right than left, and I've never voted. And that's it. I hated Trump, and I don't like Biden. And the fact is, that's where I'm really, really stupid. In general, I'm a very, very smart guy, but when it comes to certain things, I'm really, really stupid. Because if you're a creator and you're talking politics, you do way better if you pick a side and just stick with that side. And I just don't do that, which is really, really stupid. I know if I, like, praise Trump, I would have, my numbers would be higher. I know all this. I'm not dumb. So then you're like, all right, you're not praising Trump, so you must like Biden. No, I don't like him either. So then I'm like, both of those sides are like, what the fuck? I just, I just kind of want to find more people. Look, see, I should shut up because you know there are a lot of people watching right now. They're either really big Trump supporters or kind of like Biden. I just kind of want to find more people that are, um, in general, against the system. I don't necessarily think that January 6th was a, a bad thing. What? But but they went in there for the wrong reason. They went in there uh, to, to stroke the ego of a narcissist. But I truly believe that Washington is broken. Both sides. Oh, my God. Opie, ever do any kite flying with the kids? Frisbee seems perfect for the beach. Yeah, we do the, we do the Frisbee. I hate kite flying. Another one of my friends who lives across the street, he came by with his young son. He's like, hey, we're going to fly a kite. This has literally happened last night. So it's funny you bring it up, uh, kite flying. And he's like, you want to you, you wanna fly a kite? I got an extra one. I'm like, no, I hate kites, but I'll hang with you. So I brought Doggy down there while they were uh, flying a kite. The problem with kites is like, you want to, first of all, we used to put them on our fishing line, right? 
and it's easy to get in the in the sky because it's nice and breezy at the ocean. And you're like, ah, eh, it's 100 yards off the ground. Let's make it 200 yards off the ground. You know what? Let's go 1,000 yards up off the ground. Let's go a quarter mile up in the air. Oh, my God, I can barely see the kite. And then uh, you parents know. Then you spend the next two hours reeling in your kite. And that's why I hate kites. Last time we did that, I'm like, you know what? I'm cutting my losses, literally. And I got scissors and went snip. And I went, uh, I made it a thing, because there goes their kite. I said, don't worry, look how cool it is, we're going to cut the line. And then, uh, you know, I went and got another kite just so we have it, but uh, I, don't, I don't think we ever flew it, flew the new one. What kid wants to fly a kite in 2022? That's true, too. It's all about the drones. We got a lot of drones out here, a lot of drones. All right, guys, I'm going to go, uh, hmm, I'm gonna do something else <laughs> wanna go out come on wanna go wanna go to the beach alright